Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. In order to support our show, we'll need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little bit more about you, our beloved listeners. So please go to podsurvey.com slash BTB and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show advertisers just how great you, our listeners, are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Oh my God, a $100 Amazon gift card. I yes. will buy all the things. Yes. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash BTB. Thanks for your help. Thank you. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been one week since we lived by Pick 3 by Randy Zuckerberg, and you know what that means. It's time for another By the Book mini-episode. I was going to say it's time to get onto Facebook. No, no, it is not. That's right. It's time for another By the Book epilogue. This week, we're looking at the aftermath of living by pick three. You can have it all, just not every day, by Randy Zuckerberg. So you all know how we feel about pick three. But a lot of you had things to say about how you feel about pick three, including a lot of you who disagreed with us and really liked the book. Yes. Courtney wrote, 
I just finished Pick 3 by Randy Zuckerberg, the audio version, and was really surprised at how much I liked it. It was pretty generalized, but at this point in my life, it was kind of nice to have a reset of what's most important to me right now and what are my priorities. And also, a slap-in-the-face reminder that I cannot do it all every single day. It also had great stories of recent professional people who were kicking ass in one area of their life, like Ariana Huffington and Brad Takai and lots of realistic advice for many areas in life. That's nice. I always wonder if the audio version makes a book different. Oh, like, I think it definitely I think it does. has to, right? Because we always read. I always wonder if I listen, like, would I like it more? Would I like it less? It, does, it depends on the tone of the author or whoever's reading it. Like, I'm very intrigued by that. You know Dolly Parton's book, mm-hmm. um, Dream More? Mm-hmm. Which, um, Heard of on, it on from its, you. On its own is already a 10 out of 10 stars book. But the audiobook she reads herself, 12, 12 out of that, 10. That's like 50 stars out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's so many stars. Yeah. It can change a book quite a bit. We also heard from Nessa, who agrees with Courtney. She liked the book. She says, I heard of the pick three concept a few months back. It's so freeing, and I get so much more done. But my categories are different. They include what I call mind and body, which means working out, meditation, or various classes. Another category is art, like painting, drawing, or piano. I also have a house category in which I'll do a task I may have been putting off or just clean my house. Note, I don't include work because it's something I'm going to do, just like eating and sleeping. Ah, yes. That's a good point. Many, many people wrote in and said that the book worked best for them when they created their own categories. Or when they just didn't count work. Yes, because you have to work anyway. I go to work five days a week. I'm not going to not pick it. No, it doesn't work like that for most of us. Most of us, we have to do it. Yeah. Laura wrote in to say that she is pumped to try this book. She says, I was so excited when you talked about the premise of this book. I have crippling guilt at not being able to do everything. The premise to this feels like giving myself permission to only do three things a day. Too busy dealing with a hurt back to play with the kids? Well, I did work, health, and home. Maybe the book was not so great. Maybe her categories were weird. But I'm going to give it a shot with my own categories. I like it, Laura. Make it your own. Make it work for you. If the concept vibes with you, go for it. Yeah. and For I, me, the concept just confused me more. <laughs> yeah, but I think one thing that Laura's getting at here that a number of listeners said is being given permission to not do everything because they don't yeah. feel like they have permission to. Which is a bummer. And I totally, I understand that feeling. Like our culture seems to imply, like unless you're getting every single thing checked off your to-do list for the day, you're a huge fucking failure. Screw that. Screw, screw that. that. Uh, <laughs> and screw this book, according to some of our listeners. Yes. Yes. Elizabeth has this to say. After listening to Pick 3, all I can think is, does she not discuss responsibility at all? How do children only fall into the category of family? Isn't raising children also a job? Can I announce mommy isn't feeding you because I have been picking you every day and want to pick something else and sleep? Really, this isn't optional. You have to sleep. We all have to sleep. Also, since when is walking not exercise? Any movement is good movement. This book sounds like it's loaded with an entitlement and luxury that I don't have. By the way, Elizabeth, I appreciate your use of exclamation points in this. Lots and lots of exclamation points. I kind of write like that, too. Right. I mean, I was sort of surprised with the, especially with the family stuff, because I just feel like Zuckerberg doesn't go into it that much. She just sort of like skirts over it. And is like, you know, you don't have to be the perfect mom. Yeah. Like some days, like, you're going to need help or your husband to pick him up or blah, 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 or you're going to be traveling. But oddly, she also 
does this guilt thing all the time, too. So she tells us not to feel guilty, be happy and guilt-free. But she also shows a lot of guilt through the whole book, too. Mm -hmm. Well, this whole book is built on the premise that, like, she's not getting enough done still. Like, even though it's about, like, you don't have to have it all. It's still about having it all. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Aye. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the categories now. We got this tweet from Mike who says, I can't help but wonder if the categories in pick three were replaced with Gretchen Rubin's Essential Seven, would the experience be better? Gretchen's categories are, one, eat and drink more healthfully, two, exercise regularly, three, save, spend, earn wisely, four, rest, relax, enjoy, five, make progress, six, simplify, clear, organize, and seven, engage more deeply with others. I like those categories a lot better. They're so much better. God, they just make more sense, and they allow you to do those things that we all have to do, like wash the floors. Yeah, exactly. Also, what I like about these categories is that they're applicable to, I feel like, a lot more people. And what bothered me about the whole premise of this book is Randy's like, pick three things out of five. Divide your life into five categories. You can make them any ones you want. But the entire body of this book is going to be very detailed examples of only my five categories mm. that are very general and don't apply to a lot of you. Yes. They were so very specific It's like to the her. whole premise of the book is a little wonky to me because— Unless you really jive with those five categories, there's not a lot of guidance. Yeah, she's very rigid about her five categories. And I think it's only, like, in the very, very end of the book that right. she even says, like, you can pick your own categories, by the way. These are just my examples. It's like, well— It's like, you, why did we read that whole book? Why then? did I just spend 200 pages reading about your five categories? And how they're, like, essentially indispensable, and every successful person that you talk to also vibes with them. Like, no. No, 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 no. All right. Enough of those categories. Enough of people who loved or hated the book. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to go a little bit deeper into people's thoughts on Randy Zuckerberg and the broader idea of balance. Jolenta, can I tell you about the horrible tragedy that happened to me a few months ago? Mm -hmm. I was carrying around some blush in my handbag which was powdered, and I thought Uh-oh. in a solid little block, and of course, no, it wasn't, and it exploded all over my bag, and there was just pink powder everywhere, and I thought, I need a better blush, and you know what I've been using ever since? What? My Wander Beauty On The Glow Blush and Illuminator in Berry Whisper and Nude Glow. The Berry Whisper is this beautiful pink glow that looks totally natural and makes me look like I just was looking at some rainbows or hugging some yeah. puppies. you look lit. From within. Yes. And Wander Beauty is just so easy to use, and it won't break in your purse like some blushes. Wander Beauty is a new line of multitasking beauty products that can help you make the most of your beauty routine no matter how little time you have. You can put that blush on on the subway, Kristen. Yes. It's time to make over your morning with Wander Beauty. Get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash by the book. That's wanderbeauty.com slash by the book for 20% off. Wanderbeauty.com slash by the book. All right, we are back and we are talking pick three by Randy Zuckerberg still. And uh, a lot of you guys had thoughts on Randy herself. She's a very interesting author. Yes. Anna wrote us to say this. 
I think the thing that frustrated me most about the whole pick three concept is that, as Dean pointed out, Randy Zuckerberg's got that Facebook money. Mm-hmm. I think that she is working off the adage that we all have the same number of hours in the day. But the fact is that simply is not true. Someone who can afford a car has to spend fewer hours of the day traveling in comparison to those of us who take public transit. Someone who can afford a cleaner has more free hours than those of us who clean our own homes. Someone who can afford an assistant has more free hours than those of us who organize our own lives. The whole concept of having it all is obviously irritating in its sexism, but having the time to get everything you want to get done the way Zuckerberg is trying to sell it is largely down to money and privilege. Oh, snap, 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 Hey-o. snap, snap. Yes, that's me snapping. You can't hear it because I don't Because she can't snap. I can't snap. No one can snap. You can snap. I can oh! snap a little. You can snap. You can snap. Yay. Yes. It's um, just, yeah, it's when I'm spending two hours commuting to work and you work from home, it's not the same. It's not fair. Yes. And I just keep thinking about one person wrote in, Andy, he was talking about how when you're training for a marathon, it's a full-time job. And I thought, how does she have time to train like it's a full-time job? I'm like, oh, that's right. That because Facebook money, yeah. it does give her more hours in the day. Because she doesn't need to, like, even if she's freelance or does, you know, gets paid for her speaking engagements, she still has enough money for, like, that income to not come in while she's training, you know? Yeah. And that old adage that time is money, the opposite is true. Money is time. If you yeah. can pay for extra time, then you got it made. Randy's got it made. Hey, Randy, why aren't you doing pick five every day? You should be picking five because you can pay for everything to get Randy, just pick me and give me some money. (laughs) All right, let's move on to this letter from Jen. Jen says, for someone who, quote, doesn't want to be recognized for her brother's fame, Randy sure talks about her brother in the book a lot. To be honest, when I first saw the book, it didn't even dawn on me, even looking at the last name, that she was related to Mark Zuckerberg. It wasn't until her first mention of being the other Zuckerberg that I was like, oh. Yeah, I think, I mean, I I don't have any siblings, but I could imagine it would be difficult to sort of come out from under a sibling's shadow, that the world knows that, like, a successful movie was made about, you know. It would be daunting, but, but do you have also, to include him so much in the book? Why? I was like, this is so unnecessary. <laughs> why are we talking about him so much, especially compared to the other siblings that they have? Like, she talks about him the most out of all her family members, right? Hands down. Yeah. Hands down she does, yes. You know, I know a little birdie who interviewed Randy <gasps> for a show, and her her people were like— do not bring up her brother at all. Like, only talk about the book. And then the person interviewing her was like, but she talks about her brother and Facebook, like, throughout the book. Throughout the entire and book. And they're like, don't bring it up. Only talk about the book. And it's like, you guys, like, you can't control your narrative that much, especially when your own narrative that you wrote has a lot of this shit in it. Yeah. it's. <sighs> I think it comes from insecurity, and I get it. But just, like, an editor should have been like, cut this out. Or just choose your path. Choose yeah. one or the other. Yeah. You can just pick one. You Whoa. don't have to pick you don't have to pick to have it both ways. Ah, which is a good transition into the idea of balance. Catherine wrote this. Thank you for living by pick three for two whole weeks. I found the premise of the book really intriguing, as I remember having the same concerns as the author when applying to colleges. The concept of being a specialist rather than a generalist really did help me get a great scholarship from my dream school. 
But from there, it seems like Randy Zuckerberg missed the message her opening anecdote was trying to convey. If the people who spend their time in only one or two fields really do make the world a more interesting place, then why seek out an unattainable balance of all five categories? I've listened to the show since the beginning, and it's clear, Jolenta and Kristen, you are knowledgeable experts in your chosen fields. That will serve you better when you're ready to take on the next adventure in life, because you already know what it takes to succeed. Oh, I love that. Catherine, you're amazing. I feel like Catherine hit the nail on the head about what was bothering me, too, because it's like Randy's all about, like— don't have it all or, like, you don't need to. You can just pick a few things and have it all, like, in, you know, chunks. But it's like you're still trying to have it all. And I think the idea of balance is also foisted onto women far more than it is men, oh, right? Like, absolutely. Like, I feel like even still in this day and age when there's paternity leave and whatnot— it's a lot easier for a man to go about his daily life as though he doesn't have a family while he's at work. Or, you know, it's just easier. And a man yeah. never even gets asked, how do you do it all? Like, it, when well, a yeah. politician is running for office, nobody asks, how are you going to do that while you have kids? But mm-hmm. women who are running for office have to They're answer like, that question They're like, can she? She's a mom. Like, I don't know. And yeah. it's like, what about her husband? He has a job. He's a, He doesn't get asked if he can do it. Like, yeah. shut up. No, Nobody does. So on that note, let's hear from Crystal here. Yeah, Crystal uh, makes a really good point. She says, just listen to pick three, and two things struck me. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and this year my only son started preschool, and my goal has been to use the time when he is gone in a meaningful way. I wanted to fight how easy it is to either tidy up the entire time or spend the whole time exercising. I think this points to the invisible pressures and labor put on women. My whole life could be put into keeping up with housework, so it was really frustrating that Zuckerberg skipped this category entirely. I could also waste my life in the gym because what is more valued by our culture than a thin woman? Instead, I've been volunteering and getting more politically active while trying not to let my house become a disaster and stay healthy. I blame the patriarchy for the pull I feel to the last two. And it's too bad Zuckerberg didn't want to examine that more closely. Oh, yes. So good, that, Crystal. Again, hitting the nail on the head. I just love that letter, like, Crystal. Instead of investigating the sort of urge to have it all and see what that's about and how to how to alleviate that urge, it's just a like not very effective life hack, in my opinion, to to still keep moving towards having it all. Yes. All right. Let's hear one last letter on the topic of having it all and balance from Miriam. Miriam says, I am currently writing a PhD thesis on work-family balance over the life course, and therefore the question of managing it all is one I am particularly interested in. I haven't read Zuckerberg's book, but I agree with your verdicts and the perception that this method probably doesn't really help most people. It is important to prioritize and be aware that priorities and your focus can shift around, but it is very difficult to plan it out for every day as you both experience during your two weeks. If things are important to you and need attention, they will find their way into our agenda automatically. I love the idea of that. I I love that what needs to happen will come around. Like when I was living by the book, 
it really did eventually come around to, of course, I was going to see friends again. Of Mm -hmm. course, I was going to spend time with family again. It's not like I was going to completely lose those parts of my life entirely just because I had to work a lot for two weeks. exactly. Things will come back, and the things that are important will reemerge. And, like, it's okay if all of a sudden you realize, oh, I have totally stopped paying attention to this category of my life because right now, as far as, like, work, family life, whatever is happening, it it doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. Like, exercise is not important. I'm, you know, feeling good about my body and I need a break or whatever. Or, like, I have an injury. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. And the priorities make themselves known as long as you're paying attention to your life. Yeah. And speaking of priorities, I also just think that it would be interesting to see what Randy's priorities would be 10 years from now. Oh, Is yeah. she going to have a different set of five categories down the road? I wonder. I mean, I think those things change over time. Totally. Um, we heard from some listeners who said that their priorities shifted greatly between being a college student and being a parent or between being later in their career and then retiring. Things change a lot in life. And so, you know, category shift. What's important shifts? Just stay open. Yeah. All right. We're going to take one more quick break. But when we're back, a big issue about the book that we have not yet discussed. And of course, we'll announce next week's book. Okie doke, we are back, and we have one pressing issue to talk about that we have not dealt with. Kristen, you want to take it away? Oh, yes. This is a very important issue. Liz writes, regarding pick three, I was really surprised you guys did not bring up the way the actual book was written. Corny jokes, overuse of exclamation points, all caps and italics, random hashtags everywhere. I was so annoyed by her and wanted to throw the book across the room multiple times, but didn't give up only because I wanted it to count toward my reading goal for the year. Yes, Liz. (laughs) Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about this a lot when I started reading the book, but the actual information in the book apparently gave us enough to talk about, but it is written so annoyingly. Okay, it's I feel so like so bad. I feel like I have to divulge some truth oh, to the no. listeners. What? To, I'm going to divulge it. So, Jolenta and I made one version of this episode uh, when we were still back at Panoply oh, and God. when Cameron was still our producer. And afterward, Cameron said he had to throw it all away because it just sounded like a rant about how badly the book was written. Yeah. <laughs> we did notice how badly the book was written. It's It's bad, you guys. And it's also just so current, or it's like it uses our current vernacular so heavily that it already feels outdated in a way where it's like, hashtag mom goals, or like, hashtag, like, work fail. And like, it's just like, oh my God, like, yeah, stop. And also, don't you, if, if you really think you have a good sort of universal advice people should pick up, why make it so attached to now that you know that's what i love about the golden girls they always did their best to try not to reference things that they knew weren't weren't going to be like evergreen like a really popular celebrity that could burn out they're just not gonna put that in their jokes most of their things are trying to be timeless timeless and the show is timeless it worked it worked Mm -hmm. and that's my i will watch it always yes Also, a thing about how badly it's written, I do have to just point to one thing that drove me nuts that, Jolenta, I already bitched to you about this off mic. So each of her five categories, she tells you how to do that category better if you tend to lean toward another category all the time. So let's say, for example, you're somebody who tends to always lean toward work. 
what can you do with sleep? And her suggestion was start a business or an app that's about sleep management. And then if you're somebody who leans towards sleep a lot, but you have to spend time with family, it's start a business called how to meet up with your family more often. Make an app. And then if you're somebody who leans toward work a lot, but you realize that you're not spending enough time on fitness, you could make a fitness app. And this is kind of like her answer mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. And so not only is it bad, but we're written, not but it's... all entrepreneurs <laughs> with the ability to just fucking poop out an app. <laughs> Weird. And it also, to me, just showed a complete lack of creativity in her thinking. Right. And so that drove me nuts, too. It's like not only are you writing badly, but you have such a narrow worldview yeah. that you can only talk to other people who create apps. And you're not creative enough to see something beyond your experience. Yet. Yeah. Feeling weak in this area? Just, like, force yourself to become an influencer in that area. Like, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Enough ranting. It's time for some thanks. Yay! Yes. Huge thanks to everybody who wrote in this week. The responses, as always, just fantastic. Love the conversations Super that were Super entertaining yes. this week. I was really enjoying yeah. it. So many great conversations on the Facebook community. So many great comments coming in on Twitter. So many great comments coming in on our email. So thank you, everybody who weighed in. We just appreciate all of you so much. And now... It's time. It's magic time. It's time to announce our next book. Woo-hoo. Our next book is Punce Drunk, The Finished Path to Relaxation by Miska Rontanen. Do I already have a master's degree in this book? Do I have a doctorate? Listen next week to find out. Huge thanks to our production team at Stitcher, the amazing Nora Ritchie, the multi-talented Jared O'Connell, and the brilliant Casey Holford. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and the Rizzos, who perform it. Reminder, you can reach out to us, and maybe we'll even read your comments in a mini-episode if you email us at kristinandjalenta at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at G at Kristen Meinzer, and at Buy the Book Pod. And of course, don't forget about our Facebook community. Just search Buy the Book Community and join. Oh, yeah. And you should also check out Instagram because Buy the Book Pod is full of cute Frank pictures. That's Jolenta's dog. There's even a cute baby Kristen picture Oh, yes, there in is. Our feed. There is a baby You guys, she's the cutest damn baby. Yeah, and some cute young Jolenta pictures, too. So go to at Buy the Book Pod on Instagram or at Jolenta underscore G and at K10 Meinzer. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. I said, Randy. Cut what I just said, Nora. If you're listening to me right now, cut that. Stitcher. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.